This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi. I'm Yusuf Dahl, and when I was 18, I was convicted of selling drugs. For the past three years, I've had difficulty finding housing because it is legal in the United States to discriminate against individuals that have a past drug distribution conviction on their record for life. It doesn't matter if it was a hard drug like heroin or a drug that's now legal or partially legal in many states across the country like marijuana. The Thurman Amendment was introduced to the Fair Housing Act in 1988 by segregationist Strom Thurman, and it's since been used to deny housing to all people. But because people of color are disproportionately jailed for drug charges, we are affected more. My goal is to overturn this amendment to start an end to housing discrimination that unfairly targets people of color. If you would like to join this movement, please visit ThurmanAmendment.org to learn more. A message from the Fable and Folly Network. Why is this clothes iron made of aluminium? That's extremely dishonest. It should be called a clothes aluminium. One star. is overrun with unethical capitalism, incorrect orders and fraud. Plastic bits are breaking off things we just bought. People at work are just standing around chatting and shit. Rampant unprofessional fuckery is everywhere. Something must be done. And you must be the one to do it. In these dire straits, it's your duty as a consumer of Earth to wield the greatest weapon in your arsenal. The One Star Review. Hello and welcome to The One Stars. My name's Negative Nancy and I really don't like the way you've been acting lately. Nancy, we have an incoming video chat request. From who? It's a distress call from a nearby ship named Don't Answer. Ugh, not surprising. It's my friend Angelica. Just hit ignore. They probably accidentally jettisoned another one of their cats into space again. If they're your friend and they're in distress, then we should help them. Damn it, chatbot. Meadow! Meadow! Oh no, where did she go? Knew it. Nancy! Hey, Angie. Nancy, I have terrible news! Minnow ran away from home! 
Angie, you're in a contained environment in space. There's no way a cat could... You know what? Never mind. But seriously, that has to be the tenth cat you've lost this year. Now is not the time for a debate on cat control. Have some respect for the victim. Me. I'll give you a single minute to do whatever it is you're trying to do here. 59, 58, 57. Lily, Philip, turn on the big clock. On it! On it! Nuh-uh, I already said I was on it. I can be on it too, though. The following review is 100% true, in the sense that due to the nature of the multiverse, all possible events and outcomes are true in some timeline. Today's reviews come to us from the timeline in which Disney created the movie Frozen for the explicit purpose of keeping people from seeing pictures of Walt Disney's frozen corpse when they search for Disney Plus Frozen online. Good thing that's not our universe, right? Wink. I bought this bed for my cat a few months ago, and she loved it. As soon as I pulled it out of the box, she sat in it and started purring. She didn't even care about the box. You know a cat bed is good if the cat prefers it over the cardboard box. For an entire week, I watched my cat sleeping only in this bed and looking so relaxed. I had to check it out for myself. It was fantastic. Not too soft, but not too firm, with a lovely layer of felt on top. I was blown away, and suddenly I, a human, was very jealous of my cat. I wanted a bed just like it. But I soon discovered that you don't make cat beds in human sizes. I decided to improvise. I bought 12 of your largest cat beds and made one big human cat bed. Or rather, a human bed out of these cat beds, or, or really, a pile of cat beds. I made a pile of cat beds. It starts out great. Every night, I fall asleep in heaven. But in the morning, I wake up on my cold tile floor surrounded by cat beds. My cat has the luxury of waking up on the same wonderful bed she falls asleep on. I want that same luxury. I thought the bed frame wouldn't be a problem, but the cat beds kept falling through the slats. I've slept on mattresses on the floor before, you know, but I really need that under the bed storage space. I've got dolls everywhere now. One mega cat bed mattress would sit so nicely on my current bed frame. I could buy some plywood to cover the slats on my bed frame, but again, that's money I wouldn't have to spend if you'd simply make a larger bed. Just make a larger bed. You would solve all my problems. But your company completely ignores its human clientele, so you don't even bother with including something that would help keep all the cat beds together. I tried the secondary market, but no one makes fitted sheets for a pile of cat beds. Standard fitted sheets will bunch like seven of the cat beds together, and unfitted sheets will just slip off during the night. Everyone knows that. I don't want to use tape on my wonderful new bed because that would ruin the felt layer on top. I would forgo a sheet, except that I know when it came time to wash all these beds, I would have one of the worst days of my life taking the covers off of each of them, fitting them all in my washer, finding places to hang them for air drying. It just wouldn't be good. These beds are wonderful, but their sizing is not. 
I find it completely unacceptable that they do not make these excellent beds in human sizes. I should not be doing all this extra work in order to get the same sleep my cat enjoys rent-free. I will reevaluate my rating if you change your available sizes. But for now, one star, Mr. Whiskers Happy Cat Bed. One star. Residents of Brentwood, please be on the lookout for the cutest cat you've ever seen. Oh, oh, I miss Minnow so much. Oh, I miss her little Minnow eyes, her little Minnow nose, her little Minnow paws. Right, just like you missed the last dozen or so cats you lost. Yeah, well, that's fair, but it doesn't mean I didn't love each and every one of them up until their untimely disappearance under mysterious circumstances. Ah, I love that clock. It really drives home my impatience. But what would really help me find Minnow is a volunteer from the audience. Anyone? You, sir! Don't be shy. Anyone will do. Angie, we've talked about this. You can't call in and do magic on my show. Not what this is about. I've accepted that my time with magic is over. Do you remember what I told you? It's okay to give up. What was that? It's okay to give up on your dreams. That's right. No more dreams for you. And no more cats either. Oh, I need a vacation. I want to go to the beach. Here's what I expected when I went to the beach. Picturesque palm trees, warm sand to lay on, the smell of salt in the air, the sound of the waves crashing on the shore. You know, the stuff that everyone loves to go on about when they talk about their wonderful beach trips. But let me tell you, those people are all liars. What greeted me at the beach was something the guidebook forgot to include, no reviews mentioned, and nobody bothered to tell me about. Seagulls. So many seagulls. It might as well have been a bird sanctuary I visited, not the beach. I could barely see a speck of sand because of all the gulls swarming around, waiting for their chance to rip open my bag and grab my snacks. If you're expecting nice warm sand, think again. There's bird droppings everywhere. Want to listen to the waves? Ha! Try the sound of an endless, ever-repeating ka ka ka. I thought I was going to have a nice, relaxing day. Not that I would be going into battle. These seagulls may have surprised me this time, but they will not be catching me unawares again. I have declared war on the seagulls. They are now my nemeses, every single one of them. The next time I go to the beach, I will be arriving in a full suit of armor with no snacks for them to steal. No, sir, not even a crumb. These birds have wronged me and I will wrong them in return. My partner will tell you I am exaggerating, but you should know that they are a liar too. Do not listen to Cameron, for they have joined the ranks of the no good beach fans. People who enjoy the beach, who aren't bothered by the seagulls, who think it's fine to have their food taken and their beach day ruined, who correct me and insist their beach day isn't actually ruined by the seagulls. I would declare Cameron a traitor if not for the valuable intel they have agreed to provide me about the seagulls. I have boots on the ground and eyes on the sky. With the addition of a quick Google search, I am one step ahead of my foes. I am aware of their plans. I am aware of their purpose. And I am coming for them. Hear that, seagulls? I know where you sleep. 
I know what you eat. I know your mating habits and gestation period. I also know it takes you 40 days to learn how to fly. 40 days? Weak seagulls, really, really weak. You will be no match for me when I attack. I will update this review if I am triumphant in my war against the seagulls. Perhaps someday this beach will become the peaceful getaway it was advertised as. But as things currently stand, I do not recommend a trip to this beach. One star. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. Nancy, oh, I need to tell you something. What now? It's Meadow! She's back! Where did you find her? Right next to me on the couch! Oh my god, it was the strangest thing. It was like she... <coughs> what the... Up here, right smoke? before my eyes! Ta-da! The resurrection of Meadow the cat! I'm not sure how you pulled this off, but if you're waiting for me to start a slow clap, then keep waiting. It's all smoke and mirrors and instantaneous intergalactic teleportation. It's really not that impressive. And I still don't get what any of this is about. I knew my teleportation would leave you in shock and awe. (sighs) That's why I've brought you this. Why, Angie, it's not even my birthday. You shouldn't have. Really, you know I absolutely hate presents. (sighs) This sucker's really got some weight to it. But before you open... Angie, this is a box of cats. What is this? You weren't supposed to tell me. I wanted to guess. I was going to do a whole Schrodinger's thing. But in that case, this could have been so much worse. Hear that? That's the sound of 12 cats competing for my love and attention. Isn't that right, my little darlings? Yes, it is. With your little cutesy faces. Yeah. Yes, I know. Uh... <clears throat> And uh, that means it's time to wrap things up with a review from your universe. Hit it, chatbot. Oh, someone's done talking to their friends and finally remembers that I exist. I'm not doing it. I don't give a shit. Guess that's the end then, innit? Good night, everyone. What the fuck am I supposed to do with all these cats? The three years I spent living at the Underwood apartment complex were some of the best years of my life. Just crammed within that 800 square foot, two bedroom apartment was everything I could ever want. I had an on-site dog park, washer and dryer hookups, walk-in closets, and free Wi-Fi. And the unconditional love and support of my fiance, Rebecca. That is, until you decided to throw it all away for some goatee bingo guy on a cruise ship. Yeah, that's right, Becca, it's me, Rodney. You can delete my texts, dismiss my calls, and throw away all the circle-shaped cakes I leave on your balcony, 
but you can't ignore the negative reviews left for the Underwood apartment complex on apartmenthunter.com. I know it's part of your job to have to respond to these. So, Becky, while I have your attention, there's a few things I'd like to clear up. Do you still love me? Is, is there a chance we'll get back together? So you're telling me there's a chance, remember that? Jim Carrey. What is this new guy's deal, huh? What does he have that I don't have exactly? I expect to see an itemized list in your reply. You owe me that much at least. One star. Please come back. The One Stars is a Good Point Podcast. This episode was written and produced by Jeremy Ellett. The Kettlebell, Beach, and Catbed Reviews were all written by Tal Minear. The One Stars would be absolutely nothing if it weren't hosted by me, the wonderful, enticing, beautiful, and all those kind of big words, Negative Nancy. Voiced by Emma Elizabeth. I can still hear you, and I'm choosing to ignore you. Anyway, I also had a little bit of help from some of my space cowboys. I'm Blythe Renee, and I played Chatbot. I'd like to promote a really cool podcast called The One Stars. Oh, that's the episode that I'm on right now? Oh. Okay, never mind, you already know about it. <laughs> Alas, we are but one episode away from the end of the first season of The One Stars. Karen Fitzgerald here, your announcer. Very very eagerly anticipating the final episode of the season, but uh, fear not, there is more in the works. I have on good authority. People have told me, I think. It's in my emails. Anyway, the underscore Garen. Bye! Review of a Beach was read by Tal Manier, voice actor and podcaster. I make Sidequesting, a fantasy podcast about avoiding the main plot, and I'm the co-creator of Lightheart's a queer sitcom podcast about facing strange and insubstantial problems. Hello, I'm Ariel Hack. I do the voice of Angelica. Um, you can find me at A-R-I-E-L-H-C-K on Twitter. Uh, I have a website if you're so inclined to see it. It's just arielhack.com. Um, cool, thanks. <laughs> thanks for listening. Anjali Kunipanani, Review of a Cat Bed. Voice actor, writer, all-around semi-functional human being. Find me at Here Lies Anjali on Twitter. I'm Eleanor Gray, the reviewer of A Clothes Iron. You can find me on Twitter at Spinning Dust and listen out for me in Whispering from Fireside Folktales, Seen and Not Heard, and The Way We Haunt Now. Hey, my name's PJ Canis and I'm the voice behind the Apartment Complex review. If you like my voice and you want to keep up with my VA adventures and projects, you will not find any of that sort on Twitter.com at PeachVA. You will only find bad memes. I also got a YouTube channel. Just search up PeachVA on YouTube and you'll find it. Finally, if you want to tell me directly how much you want me to voice in your Minecraft roleplays, which by the way I don't, my Discord is Peach number 4484. Hey there, I'm best known as Paul Hikari, and I play Intern Philip. 
You might know me as the voice of Professor Lupo in Professor Lupo and His Horrible Pets. No? How about the director and author of Voices, the audiobook, and, well, the regular book? I could go on, but I'm out of time. See ya. Hi there, my name is Dallas McKenzie, and I'm going to intern Lily in this episode. If you'd like, you can follow me on Twitter at DallasTheVA. That's Dallas spelled D-A-L-L-I-S, because my parents wanted me to have to spell my name out every time I introduced myself for my entire life. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and reach out to me on social media if you want to chat. We look forward to hearing from you, and you can look forward to hearing from us on the next episode of The One Stars. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.